Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Motorsports Madness, Race Chaser Radio production, Motorsports Madness, where we talk national motorsports on a weekly basis here. And we're happy to be coming to you live once again from the WSIC radio and TV studios in Statesville, North Carolina. My name is Tom Baker. I'm your host for the evening. Sitting alongside me to my right in the studio is Randy Miller, host of the Inside Pass, which will be returning to Race Chasers Airwaves uh, sooner rather than later. And we've also got a special guest here filling in as a co-host since Jacob Seelman is uh, off tonight. He's up uh, covering midgets up in Indianapolis. And boy, what a what a race he saw last night. We've got Tyler Ankrum, who is... Uh, the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series Rookie of the Year and is also in uh, the playoffs. And Tyler's strategy is very simple when we go to Vegas. Just win, baby. Yeah, that's that's all That's all there is to it. Go Doesn't get any less complicated yeah, nope. or any more complicated Not than that. All. Less complicated, yeah. I guess. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be uh, a uh, an interesting time for you guys. Of course, uh, just, you know, when you come out of the box and – have an issue in the first first race of the first round it just puts you behind the eight ball and you did a heck of a job on the road course you were a lot of fun to watch up there in canada and want to talk to you about um how you felt about running a road course race for the first time here when we come back in our next segment randy's plenty to talk about here tonight um we've got darlington to wrap up we've got indianapolis to preview um all kinds of news and and just a lot of rumors and things going around this is going to be a pretty full show here this evening four drivers competing for two spots in the final two spots in the playoffs as well this weekend so yes it it is a a a news-filled night that is for sure it is and this show as always being brought to you by my computer career training for a better life you can visit their website at mycomputercareer.edu and you can take a free career evaluation test to see if uh, you would be interested and qualified for uh, and fit for a career in IT. Okay, back with the show after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by mycomputercareer.edu. Tom Baker, Randy Miller. We've got Tyler Ankrum. From the Truck Series in studio with us tonight is our special guest slash co-host. And, of course, James Mellick behind the uh, big board, punching all the buttons and making sure that we stay on WSIC-TV in Charlotte as well as uh, on all of our radio uh, situations here as we continue with the show tonight. And Tyler um, started to talk in the last segment about your situation in the playoffs um, first of all, I feel like it's one of those good news, bad news scenarios. The good news is nobody thought you were going to make the playoffs to begin with. And you, you out your, your whole team really outperformed themselves. You got into the playoffs. The bad news is just because you didn't necessarily want to be in the playoff or didn't necessarily weren't necessarily expected to be in the playoffs. I'll get my thoughts straight eventually here. Um, doesn't mean you don't want to stay in the playoffs. So now you got a, you had a bad start uh, in the first race, and then of course you go to the road course where you've had virtually zero experience. Right, have a good run there, um, but now you got to go to Vegas and basically win to advance. Um, can you walk us through the last few races for you so far and just kind of? Catch us up on the emotion of of making the playoffs in the first place, then the disappointment, and then what I would think would be a big smile on your face after the the race in Canada because you did really really well for somebody who's never been on a road course. Yeah, just overall, like the the ever since Michigan, it's been a little rocky. Um, we got caught up there on a in a wreck on while I was leading, and then yeah. got, you know, spun out there with about 
uh, two laps to go. And we were going to have a really good points today there if we didn't win. And uh, that was really what kind of started the snowball as it rolled down the hill. It got larger and larger and larger. Um, and then, you know, it kind of that kind of that bad luck rolled into Bristol, which was the first playoff race. And just, you know, we were already behind the start. Um, we were, I think we were 17 points behind. And then Bristol, we ran top five all night. Um, it was actually a really, really good race for us. And then something like 20 laps to go in the last segment, we pitted, took four tires. I boom, I, cl- I dropped the clutch, I ran the throttle, I take off, and then bleh, just truck dies. I'm like, Ugh. what the heck? So I thought it was alternator or battery. So they're getting under, push the truck back, get underneath the truck. At this point, they take the green back, we're laps down. So our night was pretty much over. Um, and we actually we ended up, even though we, you know, finished the race laps down after running inside the top five all night we still had pretty decent points uh, i think overall i had like i don't know 15 points from from the whole night and i was able to gain a handful of points on the guys ahead of me because we already started in a hole yeah uh for me at my age um uh, i was you know i missed those the first three races and then we had our sponsorship issues halfway through the year and i missed those two races so there's you know five races of missing points and you know we made the playoffs so we we're behind to start with and then bristol didn't help and, you know, kind of the same thing, like really, really nice points day again at Canada. I think I ran third and fourth in the first two stages and then uh, kind of got caught up with the Ross there at the end and was going to run fifth or sixth and then just, you know, ended up finishing ninth. So that, you know, didn't end bad. We had a really good showing. It was really cool. I had the helmet, I had the helmet visor. That was the first time I did that with Fox. And I had a, a deck lid and a... Or oh, NBC. No, Fox. Yeah, no, right. so, no, yeah, it's Fox. Fox. Yeah. Right. No, you're no, right. Yeah, Xfinity Cups NBC, yeah. but trucks are Fox. My and bad. then uh, uh, they had the, all the cameras on the truck, which was really cool to see. Go watch the replays and just see how all, all the runs happened, how you could see getting runs going down the backs with all the aerodynamics, which was really cool to see. And then, uh, um, you know, then he, then you headed, we head to the next one, you know, Vegas. Uh, you know, obviously, our, I think our strong suit this year has been our mile and a half. So, you know, obviously, yeah. Kentucky, we dominated. And we went out and won, so I think we got a we got a little tricks up up our sleeve here headed to Vegas. I think we'll be really really good. They are decent here in the spring. Uh, they had a pretty good showing with Ryan Reed. Uh, that was his first truck start in years too, and he finished ninth, I think eighth or ninth, uh, which was a pretty good showing for him. So heading to Vegas, I think we'll be good. Um, we got you know really, I mean we don't have to win, but we got to think like we do. Um, I think Kraft and Hill and Sauter, they're all within, you know, a handful of points. Yep. They're, at the, they're on the cutoff line. So, you know, if two of them, you know, get caught up, have penalties on pit road, um, you know, we're right there to pounce on top of them, especially if it happens early. So uh, I think um, we didn't definitely have to have, have, have to have the idea that we have to win. But, you know, it's not a for sure thing. So it's just you know, one of those things where strategy comes into play and then you got to see where it goes throughout the race. I really feel like you you helped yourself quite a lot with your performance in Canada. Were you surprised? Uh, well, Canada. I spent the whole week up there, and actually, I went up. Well, I went up that uh, Wednesday. I was actually testing in Miami on Monday and Tuesday in the truck, getting ready for the final race of the year. And then Wednesday, I went up and tested a Mustang. Spent about eight hours in a Mustang in oh, there, Canada. Okay. So I really learned quite a bit there in the Mustang. Um, you know, they don't. You know. They weigh, you know, not the same. They don't have the same power. They don't have the same brakes or tires, but... Or center of gravity. Or center of gravity. It's really, it's a lot <laughs> higher than a truck, which is kind of weird to think. But, um, nor does it have the power, but just overall, um, learning learning the track. Canada is actually really neat. Um, it's probably the most fitting road course you can have for oval guys. You know, you had your fear of your road course ringers, but 
if you watch the race, you know, real honestly, like the oval guys hung tough with with the ringers. Big time. And that's probably the most interesting thing about Canada is Canada's the exact opposite of Watkins Glen. Watkins Glen's a lot of straightaway, hard braking, thin turn. Uh, Canada, you almost drove it exactly like you would a uh, an oval. You kept the weight on the rear tires. The second you put your weight on the front tires, it got tight, pushed, and they blew through the left front or the right front, well, both tires. So really throughout the whole race, uh, you're really just focusing, keeping the truck loose, turning really well, and then uh, just trying to not wear your stuff out. That's uh, It made for, I think, a scenario for you to be able to run that well in Canada, at least put you in that position where, like you said, you don't necessarily have to win, but, but you do have to race like you do because you're also close um, to the cutoff. And, you know, you really want to obviously, you can't afford anything bad to happen. Let's put yeah, it like that. Yeah. Well, the frustrating, frustrating part about Canada for me was, is, yeah, we had a really good race and he yeah, has a really good showing for me and my, you know, first truck start there. But you know, I've been I've been told that almost every single track we go to this year. So <laughs> it's it's not to be cocky or anything, but it's like yeah. But like you know, retrospect in reality, like we didn't gain anything. Like yeah, gained gained great experience. We got a lot of TV time. Those are all really good things. But if you look at the points, like the guys we needed to beat and finish ahead of, we didn't. Yeah. But the guys we di- didn't didn't have to, who are you sitting really high and pretty in the points all finished worse than me. Yeah. So we gained a few strokes on like three of the guys who are way up there sitting pretty, but the guys we didn't get gain strokes on, we just kind of stayed even par with, you know, finish ahead of me or finish, I finish in the midst of them. So it was a, uh, it was a little frustrating to get to the end. It's like, gosh, like, you know, we made that mistake with that like, three to three to four to go. Me and Ross got into it and the, you know, there goes a few points there, but you know, it's overall, it's like, you get out of the truck. It's like, man, we raced our rear ends off all weekend. We really didn't gain much. If anything, we gained on the wrong people. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's crazy. So, I mean, you're you're going to you're going to Vegas, obviously, with the intention of winning um, in order to maintain or, or advance into the next round of the playoffs. But aside from that, you don't have any firm plans for 2020. So, in addition to also trying to keep up the points and keep your your status in the playoffs, you're also auditioning for a potential ride next year. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's what this all, you know, that's kind of what uh, NASCAR in general has turned into pretty much across all levels. It's, you know, not what's going to be open next year. It's, you know, it's what's left. It's like a weekly audition yeah, pretty much every, every yeah. week. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like your show. It's yeah. a cutthroat theater class <laughs> in your high school theater class, but it's cutthroat. <laughs> they cut got new, 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 new directors and new actors every single week, yeah. <laughs> like we're on Broadway. <laughs> But that's uh, about right. yeah, I mean that's really honestly what it is. It's a good analogy. Cut yeah, theater. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever heard that phrase before. Is that a California? It's like a horror no, movie. It's like a really good just, horror movie. I, I just Black came up with it right there. Theater. I was just thinking off the top of my head. Hashtag anachronism. Some, some yeah. movie guys like, ooh, ooh, I'm gonna write that down. That, yeah. That's good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna You're welcome. Think about that. Yeah, anachronism's away here on, yeah. the, on the show. <laughs> that's um, awesome. I don't even know how to follow that cutthroat yeah. theater. Um, well, you're you're definitely. I think you're you're still in it that's the main thing yeah for sure you have a chance to control your destiny Mm -hmm. at at vegas and whereas you started with some bad luck and then went to a track that i mean you would rather i'm sure have gone to vegas in the the race instead of canada but you know you're in a a position where you can at least still have some opportunity to advance and then you get three fresh races we're going to keep talking to tyler ankrum and we've got plenty more to talk about as we continue on Motorsports Madness right after this. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'll come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Reed is so in the groove. That's got to be the funniest intro we have. I yeah, don't know I why, it but it makes me laugh every single time I hear it. It's like Reed's talented enough he could have played every instrument on that, too. He's, uh, mm-hmm. he's a very talented musician in addition to being a racer and class clown and a lot of other things. But uh, Reed is definitely an enthusiastic young man, and uh, we always enjoy it when he drops by the studio. Welcome back to uh, Motorsports Madness. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Tyler Ankrum with us from the Truck Series. And uh, we've got James Mellick behind the production suite over there keeping us production on, suite. Oh, yeah. keeping us on uh, radio and TV, as it were, because we are on WSIC TV 25.2 in Charlotte now live with uh, all of our Race Chaser shows. So we're excited about that. And as we continue with Tyler, we continue to talk 
playoffs and we talk about uh, all things truck series. And you, know, you mentioned him being the rookie of the year this year. What what, what is that like? Like, does has that sunk in that you are the rookie of the year in the truck series this year? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, actually, it took it took a little while, but because it came so sudden, uh, we knew if I if I got the win and none none of the other you know rookie drivers made it to the playoffs, I was going to clinch it at Michigan, um, which is kind of hard to struggle with it because actually, you know, I mean, I haven't really talked about this like you know publicly, but you know, I came to quite a few of the KVM guys um, um, that well Todd and Harrison, and I even think I talked to Austin a little bit. Um, that you know, talk manufacturer wise because Michigan mm-hmm. is such a you know partner racetrack like right you know us Toyota guys you know it's cutthroat theater right so you gotta <laughs> stick you gotta stick the you gotta Raise stick together you gotta stick together so I walked up to Harrison I was like hey man you know I understand you know you you, you got to win to make the playoffs but I want you to know like like if I see you, you need help I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll tuck in behind you and I'll push you I and mean, uh, we actually worked really really well together and actually I think I think I might have pushed him to the lead if I remember cl- correctly. And, uh, I, like, halfway through the race, I'm like, oh, crap, I'm racing against this guy for a year. <laughs> like, if he makes the playoffs, I actually got to ra- I I race him now. So uh, um, just things didn't work out for him in the end, and neither did Todd. And Or even though he wasn't even rookie of the year, I told him, too. I was like, hey, man, like, wow. like I, we need more Toyota guys. It's, it's like three, it's like three to one here in the playoffs, yeah, right. really especially when we, hit, when we get to Talladega or just in general, really. Uh, trying to, you know, not even really points race, but, you know, just manufacturer race. Because ultimately, in the end, it's not just about the drivers. It's about everyone. It's about your manufacturer. So um, that didn't really work out like the we wa- I I wanted it to, trying to get another Toyota. Well, I, Austin Hill still won. Didn't allow yeah. anybody else to make it. But uh, it would have been nice to have another Toyota guy in the pits. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I feel like you kind of just, you know, you, you started in Canon last year, and you – weren't sure you're going to run all the races. So you just started winning and you just kept on going. And it feels like the same thing sort of happened this year in the truck series. Yeah. You started out, you didn't, weren't going to necessarily run all the races. And then you just start running up front, running up front, winning, 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 running up front, running up front. And you know, you get, you get your win and, and you, it's, it's like you've sort of snuck up on two different divisions in two years. Like, hello, I'm here. Well, you can thank David Gillenby for being a great used car salesman. Uh, <laughs> He swindled us into the past two years um, at the beginning of the year. Actually, you know, at the beginning of the year, it's like, hey, you know, we don't have, like, our sponsorship locked in yet. He's like, no, 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 we'll figure it out. This kid's going to go out and win. We're going to run up front. You know, we can do this. You know, I had my crew chief, Bono Mannion, and he was like, you know, if we just get this ball rolling, you know, the chips will fall where they need to place. And luckily they have, well, for the most part. You know, it's created, you know, with the whole thing that happened with the sponsorship created a great story uh, for NASCAR. And then for us to go out and win, kind of be a quote-unquote upset. Um, which was, it was, it was, in my opinion, even bigger than what happened previously. Right. And almost kind of went vir- viral for a little while. Um, how big it blew up. I was really surprised. I'm um, actually, that win was probably the, well, obviously it's the coolest one in my life cause it's on the national series, but sure. I, uh, I had, uh, Jeff Bedine in my hauler basically in between practice, the entirety between, in, in between practice and qualifying. He told me a bunch of really cool stories and thinking, you know, stuff I appreciate, because um, I'm more of an old soul myself. What what kind of give us an example of? What? Oh, a lot of them I can't say off the air. Um, but, uh, <laughs> well, you can't really say cool. them on the air. You can say them off the air. Or I can say them off yeah. the air. I, say, I can't say them off the air. But really, the coolest things were um, <laughs> a lot of the, a lot of Rusty Wall stories, a lot of Dale and Hart stories. But a lot of the the coolest stories for me was what I appreciate the most about like racing back then was so innovative. 
Like Jeff yeah. was one of the reasons was brought like the aluminum seat in with Butler. Butler yep. built seats. He brought. He was one of the first guys to do that. First guy to bring like power steering. Power steering. Yep. Uh, full face helmet. Full face helmet. Yep. And then the clutch manifolds from yep. Indy cars to over the Cup cars, uh, stuff like that. You know, for me, you know, I, I love because you know that's where that's where my brain goes is just straight learning. That's what I love. Right. Honestly, I've learned so much this year in the truck. I, I, I dream about what I learn, you know, when it comes to the cambers and the sway bars and the sway bar tubes and the track bars. And, you know, there's things called saddle pivots. Like you got to find the way the motors create so much torque. They like they twist in a certain way. So you got to make sure the rear end, the, the transmission and the drivetrains all lined up when it's tilted wide open. But it's not tilted when it's not wide open. So like you got to find that balance and all of this stuff and I'm learning and it's, it's been an awesome experience. So is like, that all part and parcel to how you drive the truck to keep yeah. it in those certain? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if all those things are out of line, it's, wow. it's going to be bad. It's, it's going to be really bad. <laughs> it's it's going to be a big boom. And when all those things are lined up, when you're on the racetrack, when everything's loaded up and all the, you know, obviously all the, it's like a tight rope, basically, you know, tight ropes going across the Canyon. It's going to stay stable. When it's loose and it's slacky, it's gonna uh, like you're gonna fall and you're gonna splat. Basically, essentially the same thing. Gotta <laughs> love my splat. gotta love my metaphors here. <laughs> splat? Yeah, you're I on, wish, you're on the metaphor. I wish we had some tonight. graphic, you know, some like graphic yeah. thing that we could, you know, like just a illustrator a guy, where you yeah. can go, "This is what's gonna happen if it doesn't line up." You right. just have a guy behind me with like a whiteboard drawing all <laughs> these things. But uh, <laughs> no, just stuff like that. I learn, <laughs> and it's weird. Like I dream about it. Like I dream about what I learned. Like I dream about working on the trucks and. I honestly think with the amount, the the capacity that I've learned at this year uh, has really helped us the most. Um, the where when I can get back to the track, and I'm confident what the truck's gonna do right off the right off the bat. Like I can, I know, I know what I have, and I know what it's capable of. It's not like I'm, you know, being thrown something different every single week. It's all pretty consistent. Have you always been a hands-on driver, or just recently Qu- here? Quite once a few. You got up? Yeah. Well, so you know, growing up in the short track series, racing late models. When it was, well, I never intentionally wrecked a race car, but when I hope not when yet, I well, there might have been a few times. Might have gotten, might have saw red. You're a, a bubble times. driver in the playoffs, so don't yeah. say that quite yet. Let's say you may not have wrecked your own race car intentionally. <laughs> yeah, 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 my yeah, own race go. car. That's what I was reacting to. Yeah. Not the idea. So that, you know, when when I was racing my else. own cars and short late mall late mall stocks and super models, when I it was my fault. It was my job to tear them down. So that's how I learned. Um, growing up about all you know about the cars and really ultimately they're all kind of the same all perimeter chassis all trucks are completely different obviously but they all kind of have the same idea and honestly um i always thought that kind of helped me in the short track series but i never knew how to communicate that there's a lingo lingo you got to have between you and your crew chief when you're talking so like when i come in the pits and i say hey bono like i don't feel like i'm getting enough sway bar like i don't feel like there's enough load in the right front tire i think we need to you know soften the sway bar or, or stiffen it up it would depend it varies wherever you're at or i feel like this thing needs to turn more we need to stand the right rear up put more camber in the left front like i knew i've known that stuff for a really long time but never knew how to communicate it for one it was you know didn't have a lot of confidence in myself didn't really know how to talk or how to communicate because for me growing up it was just tight in yeah. loose in the center yeah. loose off right. you know, or vice versa so now that i've you know between cane in and now trucks i've had all this confidence built up and I'm confident in my own knowledge of the truck. I could come in and be like, hey, like, I f- I'm feeling this, and I think that this is what needs to be changed. And usually, I'm, I'm, well, usually I'm right. 
don't want to say I'm always right, but typically I'm right. And it makes, it gives me more confidence because there's even certain races where well, yeah, we can have course. data telem- telemetry, like all these pretty squiggly lines where we see all the loads and the, right. all the shock, like the travels and whatnot. I'm like, hey, like, I think I'm feeling this and I like to have this changed. And they're like, well, that's what the data's saying. So I think, yeah, he's right. So then I go, heck yeah. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not just spitballing here. Like, well, I'm, I'm with a bunch of veterans that just think I'm some, like, right. kid from California. Bon- Bono has been around the block for years and years and years working time. with, you know, mm-hmm. Truex and yeah. McMurray. I mean, he's, he's somebody that I feel like if you went to him and said, this is what I need, even if you don't understand it, he's good enough to decode yeah. what you're saying yeah. and be able to fix the car for yeah. you. Yeah, so. and he's such a, you know, just overall together. I have, you know, Bono. I even have a guy like Chad Walters as my engineer, and I have guys, um, you know, TJ, Dan, Martin, I mean, they've all been to the top and they've been back down. So they all know right. what it takes. Their knowledge all together is wide as a country field, but all, all together they're, they're sharp as knives. So mm-hmm. I have a really great team surrounding me. Well, and that helps. And, and, I mean, if you think about a lot of the drivers have been very successful in NASCAR's past, guys like Matt Kenseth, Mark Martin, you know, even back to Richard Petty and, and Earnhardt, and those guys, they, they built cars. They know yeah. how cars work mm-hmm. it's not just coming in and yeah. telling what you feel well, it's yeah. actually understanding the mechanics of it gives you a big advantage yeah kyle bush is one of those guys yeah. and you see what he does on sundays yeah oh, well yeah. actually th- that's where because I've, I've always loved be- i've always been a car guy um i've loved cars my whole entire life um, my grandpa always had camaros or old corvettes and so I, ever since i was a little kid i've always dreamed of actually my daily driver is a 70 l camino it's a 396 big block but yeah, baby. just overall, just I've always been like a hands-on kind of car guy. No, no, I don't work on the cars every day, but you know, whenever I can help out, I, I can and I want. When there's some things that are just way out of my league, but you know, if if you want me to put in, you know, truck arms, I will. You know, it's not that big of a deal for me. But just a guy like Kyle Busch, if you listen to him on the radio, he can tell you what spring to change down to the number, down to sure. the millimeter. It's crazy that how much talent that guy has. Well, and again, you can see it in the way that he performs yeah. no matter what he races. I mean, he goes to a track and jumps in somebody else's equipment, yeah. and he's under that car, mm-hmm. and he's making all kinds of yeah. changes throughout was, the night because he, sh- he knows what he wants. I think his last truck race was Vegas. It was awesome. I was scanning him. He goes, guys, this thing, well, bleep, this bleep <laughs> is a pile of junk. Do this, do this, do this, do this, and he goes. While you're doing all that, you know, get me a Mountain Dew or whatever. But, <laughs> but he get, he told these right guys what to change and down to the number, and it impressed me so much. I was like, that's the reason why this guy is hated so much, is because he's so yep. dang competitive. He's so good. Yep. You're absolutely right. And uh, we're going to continue with Tyler Anchor. We got more race talk. Motorsports Madness presented by MyComputerCareer.edu continues right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, post it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. 
Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. We'll tell you more about them later. Lots going on with them. And also our other two uh, partners in the Race Chaser Motorsports family, we should acknowledge, HMS Motorsport. The leaders in motorsport safety, you can find them on the web at hmsmotorsport.com. And, of course, uh, Chip Lofton and the fine folks at Strut Masters. Chip does more for more people in racing than he would ever want us to admit. Uh, we thank Chip and the folks at strutmasters.com, the suspension experts. doesn't matter if you got a car or a motorcycle. They can make that ride better. So make sure you get on the website. Check them out, strutmasters.com. Or give Chip a call and they'll take good care of you. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Tyler Ankrum, James Mellick around the WSIC TV and radio studios in Statesville, North Carolina. And talking motorsports here. And we've been talking to Tyler about Tyler. Now we're going to talk about Darlington and Mm -hmm. still talk to Tyler about Darlington because Tyler's into all of that, of course. And so... um, yeah, he was talking about being an old soul before we went to commercial break. It made me think about Throwback Weekend this yeah. past weekend. It's an awesome concept that Darlington does. It is. Um, and, and something that hopefully will continue from years to come. But one of the things that I hear all the time on social media and, you know, everywhere else is people asking, well, how come the trucks aren't part of the Throwback Weekend? So since Tyler's in the studio tonight, I wanted to get his thoughts. What would you think about the trucks being added to Throwback Weekend? If trucks were added to this truck schedule, for one, there would be a lot of happy people. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah, so. I agree. For me, too. But I think it's kind of disappointing because they don't go, well, they they went Darlington Richmond before, mm-hmm. and then you went to playoffs. But now it's Indian- Indianapolis. Right. So... <laughs> So, never mind. Continuing, oh. uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, for if trucks went to Darlington for one, I think it'd be the best race on earth because Darlington is such a great racetrack to watch, and that track feeds into what those trucks mm-hmm. like to drive in. And though they the way they raced this weekend was pure awesomeness. Just watching those guys go fly around that racetrack is ugh. for me. It like how do you? I, don't, I honestly I can't say what I want to say on air. Because it's that great. It's honestly, it's so awesome to watch. For trucks to go there would be awesome. But trucks are going to Richmond next year. Right, right. And that's been announced. Yes. Which will be really cool as well. I feel like a really, really cool truck track as well. Just overall, I think that there's a lot of tracks that the trucks shouldn't go to. And there's a lot of tracks that trucks should go to. Right, right. So if you had, let's let's say theoretically you, you were in trucks when they decided to add. Or even if you were in Xfinity and Cup. What is the to you? What would be the ultimate throwback scheme for your particular Ooh. vehicle of choice, whether it's Xfinity or trucks? Or mm, 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 mm. Man, that's hard. Because I know like a lot of the guys, like I know like Eric Jones and, and yeah. Jenny Hamlin, they did like their go kart, their very first yeah. go kart ride that they yeah. ever had. Their schemes. Mm-hmm. Um, this uh, Sunday, Denny did a, a throwback to Daryl Walter, which was, which yeah. was my favorite scheme that with the phone numbers. That too, was the the, yes. the coolest scheme I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, but I know some like Toyota had influence with Matt DiBenedetto's car because it was mm-hmm. the the IMSA's uh, you know the IMSA yeah. thing or whatever. But very first Toyota. Yeah, if there was a, a, a an ultimate scheme for you, you know what it would be. I love the old. I love the old Rusty Wall schemes. Those are absolutely the, the Miller yeah. Genuine Draft beers. The Brad scheme on was spot on. Yeah, yeah. that was perfect. I love I love that one. Actually, I really really enjoyed the Kevin Harvick scheme, the twenty two car. That yeah. Joey Logano had yeah. from when he won Daytona. I thought it was a really good scheme mm-hmm. as well. Um, but it definitely would probably won't be one of the um, Rusty Wall schemes. I love um, the Skull Bandit car. That's probably one yes. of my favorite twos. Yeah. Um, even like, the Harry Gant car, I can't remember the car number. I think it was some a 34 or something like that. It was a black and bronze car. Mm-hmm. I, I think he was driving a Buick. I think it was a Martinsville car. It was uh, black and... Uh, like copper, I should think of what it was. It was a really good, cool-looking car. Um, I love those old schemes, too. Like, you got to go way, way back. Probably, well, not way, way back, but, like, 60s. Like, the 60s schemes where it's just, like, straight from the factory, and they had the littering on the hoods. I love those <laughs> schemes. Yeah. I've honestly, it's yeah. been it's been a dream of mine for a while. Thankfully, I'm moving out in the next year or two. And I'm, my dream is to have, like, a garage where I can just work on old cars. And what I want to do is I want to get, like, an old, like, 66 Coronet, and like rebuild it and make it look like an old rusted cup car. I oh, feel like that'd go. be cool. That's just, really cool. I'm a coronet. I mean, it's nothing special, but which, you can which make is cool. You mentioned that because That's I know awesome. Darlington's supposedly their plan next year is to do a 40s to like 1940-something mm-hmm. to 52 yeah. era oh, wow. th- yeah. throwback scheme. So that's going to be really cool yeah. to actually go well, with that idea. For me, that, my, favorite, my favorite era of NASCAR to read up on, do history on is like the 50s, the 60s, and yeah. 70s. Um, typically that's just because my my era, those mm-hmm. are the era I love cars. When you look at the old photos and you see Chevelles and, you know, Novas, like right. just cars, they took the cars from that people didn't want no more and they just beat them up and they w- went and raced them. But I got to I gotta say something. When, like, imagine if they would have come out with the NASCAR truck series back then, but it was like El Caminos and El Rancheros. 
<laughs> like think about but those aren't really trucks though they're oh, like, yeah. they're, i they're, always uh, called them pickup cars well no. i mean uh, if caminos and pickup cars if a station wagon and brad pitt had a baby it would have been nail camino <laughs> i think <laughs> i think well yeah i guess a chevelle i mean give or take tyler Riker, not folks. quite sure that's possible tyler but even if it was i mean i mean hypothetically sounds, speaking it's really it's really what it is it's a station wagon without the lid on the back i'm sure there's and a petri dish somewhere that has yeah. a piece of sheet metal in it and, and you know some body motor. parts from giant motor <laughs> yeah i it was always funny because the el caminos i mean there were so many weird looking cars back yeah. in that that mm-hmm. day there's weird cars now have you ever seen a smart car yeah, it's or a weird. Fiat or yes. a BMW. See, this is what would be, it's like, imagine if you could take today's smart car and drop it back in the 70s. And, That's called and just, witchcraft. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> watch, theater. just yeah. watch the 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 people look at it and go, what is that? Yeah. yeah. Matt, well, like, go back to the <laughs> 1800s. Like, show the guy the internet. Like, hey, man, this is my Apple iPhone. Like, this is my Apple iPhone. <laughs> I can... I can go, hey, Siri. Oh, don't do that. Never mind. I go, <laughs> go hey, Siri, like, tell me what the weather is. And that guy's going to go, you're a witch. Like, I'm going <laughs> to put you on the exactly. pike now. <laughs> it's <laughs> crazy funny. stuff. But, yeah, yeah you, are, you are definitely one of the oldest souls that, that we've ever run across in terms of drivers your age because you're so into the old-time cars. And that's mm-hmm. great. And, and you look, that's why I started to say with the El Camino, you look at that and then you got, you, you figure back then they had the Gremlins mm-hmm. and the AMC Pacers mm-hmm. and you had all these just really goofy looking cars. And yeah. now all the cars look the same. Yeah. They're all yeah. just basically spaceships mm-hmm. with four wheels, the well, tiny that, motor. That's the funny thing is you see a lot of manufacturers bring back the old cars for a little while there. You had a, a Chevrolet did a campaign with the, well, they tried bringing back the scheme from the C10. They brought back that scheme. They even well, yeah. the same tires and then Ford's bring back the Bronco. Yeah. yeah, and the Bronco looks pretty Bronco. close. It does, like Dodge yeah. brought back the Dart, which I always love the old Dodge Darts, but the mm-hmm. new Darts now they're yeah. cool, but they're not. Yeah, well, the Darts were neat because they had, they were you know fast little cars yeah. and people would soup them up and go race them. But they had great motors. They had like three forties. They had they were like great fuel mileage, like yep. highway fuel mileage. Like holy cow, like they were up to par with cars nowadays. Right, just yeah, you know, just overall great pieces. Of cars had character back then. That's yeah. the thing. Like cars, mm-hmm. cars is you had you know the Pontiac Superbirds, mm. you had all those different. Co- yeah. Now you look at you, you, you. If you took the the emblems off of the Chevy, you took the emblem uh, Chevy uh, Cruze, the Ford Focus, um, you know the Dodge Dart. They're all very similar looking cars, mm-hmm. and so it's it's really bizarre how it's ended up that all of the cars from across manufacturers almost have the same sort of sloped rounded you know, eggshell kind yeah. of look now. Um, well, you know, whereas, it, everybody's you know, gotten, you know, aerodynamics. Yeah. Aerodynamics saves fuel, it saves energy. It's more efficient. Um, I think back then it was just more power. Like that was the answer to everything, just bigger motor, yeah. more power, mm-hmm. um, and then less fuel mileage, more, you know, more gas. But uh, just overall, I think back then, I think there's, like you said, not not more creative intu- in, um, uh, intuition. But there was—I don't think there was the knowledge of their aerodynamics. I don't—I th- mean, there was the knowledge of aerodynamics in the '70s because they started figuring that stuff out a little bit more, um, especially in the sports car world. But just uh, when they started doing all that stuff, which I find fans fascinating, is it was just—they were doing it for the first time. Like, is their equivalent going to the moon? Like, is their equivalent yeah. of going Mach one for the first yeah. time? Especially when they brought out like the the, the Plymouth chart or the Daytona Charger with the big giant wing on the back. Yeah. And, 
you know, right. Dodge the, Charger. The, the nose and all that, like just stuff like that, you know, makes me, makes me tingle inside. <laughs> well, that's awesome though. It's great to, it's great to actually see someone as young as you who's really appreciate it a car enthusiast yeah. as opposed to just i want to go fast right i mean yeah well that's the that's probably the part that i think most people especially in um the world nascar now is a lot of the people that are still fans of nascar really still come from that era the hands-on era mm-hmm. um right now i feel like what you got is just a bunch of drivers not a lot of racers yeah um and not a lot of the drivers know a whole lot about cars in general not that's, not saying i know a, a lot but I know, I think I know enough to understand cars. Right, you're more of a um, student of the craft as yeah. opposed to just driving cars. Right, yeah. and yeah. I think that's where I like back to like the Kyle Busch conversation. The more, the more you know, the more knowledge you have about the car, the better you'll be because you exactly. know what you have. Like honestly, it's it's very weird. But for everyone listening, just to give an idea, like when I go through the corner, I can my mind kind of like a golfer has to imagine where he wants his ball to go he has to imagine his, what yeah. his swing looks like visualization visualization yep. it's kind of the same thing i can imagine the what the right front tire is doing the deflection in the sidewall what the where the shock's traveling out what the shock and the, what the spring are doing what the lower and a arm are doing like i can or even the sway bar and the sway bar arm i in my mind i can go through the turn i can feel it and i can i can see it and it's weird but i can't see it uh, but you can like see golfing. in your mind. Or I can and see in my mind. Yeah, mental and then, imagery. And I can then turn that around and be like, hey, I feel like this is what I'm feeling. And half the time that's what they're seeing. So it uh, it works really well. It's but that's advantage. what sets you apart from the spoiled rich kid you know, type of mentality that a lot of the racers have is because a lot of the racers didn't either didn't come up through the sport or just were handed rides based on right. – you know, they're, they're not necessarily the talent anymore. It's more about the money. They, you know, throw money at somebody's face and they're like, oh, here's your ride. But you and you there, you are a very rare breed of people who actually and are in so enthused in this business that you want to know everything about the past so that it makes you better for the future. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that, that I really like respect about you is when you had to set out those two races. Um, earlier in the year when you guys lost your sponsorship and you posted that made that video on social media being so humble and so appreciative of everything you you had knowing that you possibly may sit out for who knows when just the way that you came across as you know what I'm not going to give up and 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 I think a lot of people watching the video because it went viral a lot of people watching the video kids you know people younger than you that are just getting into the sport watched that video and went you know what Look at what he's gone through, and he's not going to give up. I can't give up either. And it was in the El Camino too, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, actually, dri- driving the road so conveniently, but we, I, we had well, we were trying to figure out a way to announce that that week, right. and it was that day. And I was just driving around town. Can't remember what I was doing, but I was just driving. I think that's what I was doing. I think I was just driving. Um, just getting your thoughts together, probably yeah, just probably, driving around. I think town. that's what yeah. it was. Um, yeah. I was just driving around town, and then uh, I was just like. All right, I know what I got to say. I just pulled over, and I think yeah. I did it in the first take, or I think it was the second take. I think what happened when the car blew by, I don't know, you know, they messed me up. I was like, damn Let's it. Let's tie the anchor. <laughs> 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 no, but I think I, I think I took it in, like, one or two takes, and I, I got none of that. I was like, oh, that was actually pretty easy. Like, it was actually yeah. – it was hard to take – it was hard for me to say because um, I don't want to say it was embarrassing because – it, in my mind, it was uh, it, it was disappointing, um, soul destroying. Right. Yeah, that's well, because right. that, that was the lowest I had ever been. Um, was at was at that point in time because growing up racing late models or even super late models, you know, you'd hear and actually meet and hang out with the guys who didn't have the money to go do it. And me, growing up as a kid racing short tracks, we never really struggled. Like we had the money yep. to go do the short track thing, 
it wasn't a huge issue. But um, I finally understood about what all those guys felt and what they said. I was like, but I was in the truck level. I finally understood it. Well, uh, we're going to talk more with Tyler Ankrum, more of the show after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Tyler Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Well, thank you very much, Tyler Ingram, for bringing yourself back to... uh, it's great to have Tyler. I'm, uh, happy to host the show. Adding ventriloquist to his yep. uh, many skill sets here. Videographer S- did all of that without, uh, yeah, without even uh, theater director. His lips it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, <laughs> and it has been slightly mad tonight, but that's how we like it uh, here on WSIC TV twenty five point two in Charlotte and all across our radio affiliates, and uh, we're happy to be 
on the air tonight talking motorsports coming off Darlington heading into Indianapolis. We've been chatting about Darlington a little bit. Um, we've got about a minute and a half or so, maybe a little change. Uh, we did have a very late race at Darlington. Um, I want to go around the table here real quick. Randy Miller, did you were you able to stay awake for the whole thing? I waited and waited and waited for this race to start because I wanted to see the throwback race so bad, and I'm so glad that I did. So you saw the whole thing? Yes, I did. Wow. Okay. Flag to flag. James? No, I stayed up for the first about 35 laps to have that competition caution. Oh. Uh, and then I was like, you know, I might have to be at work tomorrow to tear this race car down after it gets back. So I better go ahead and get me some sleep. So I went to sleep, saw the first 35, and then woke up and saw who won it. Another nice run uh, for your team, of course. Uh, Thank James you. appreciate works that. for Levine Family Racing, Matt DiMendedetto, and uh, another top 10 run for them. Tyler, did you make the whole thing? I did. Wow. Um, we were actually bonfiring it up uh, out there on my ranch, and uh, we were jumping in between out and out. I watched most of the race, but super exciting race. Honestly, the entire race is like... Mm -hmm. Well, either it's going well at the beginning of the race. I was like, ah, oh, probably the one of the Hendrick cars is going to go away with it. Then I was like, oh, well, maybe it's going to be a Ford. Oh, no, it's going to be a Toyota. And <laughs> obviously, at the end of the race, is between a Chevy and a Toyota. I really thought Larson was going to get them there at close to what was it? how many laps to go was there a caution? Um, Not very long. Not, it's like thirty five. Yeah, Larson hung tough for a long time. Speaking of good like, paint schemes too, he had a really yeah, cool paint he had a really cool one too. Yeah. Good yep. point to bring up. There's now all Gibbs cars. Have won a race this year. Yes, all yes. of them really. won. And yep. can we please, as we get set to uh, to step aside for a moment, can we please put to rest the fact that Eric Jones is going anywhere? Now I'm nope. hearing rumors he's going to be in the 95 next year. I don't believe it. He stays nope. the 20. Bell goes to the 95. I will not nope. believe anything different till I see it in official news release. Back with more after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Do you hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. 
how to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is like so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Tyler Ankrum, and James Mellick around the WSIC TV studios in Statesville, North Carolina, talking motorsports and talking Darlington, talking silly season, talking about everything. We're going to talk about IT and my computer career because... My computer career is one of the most prolific ways. If you're looking for a career change or you're looking just to start a career, something different, IT, there are going to literally be millions of new IT-related jobs opening up between now and 2026. I just read something earlier that talks about IT being one of the top three strongest long-term coming fields that are, that are going to expand. So here's what you need to do. If you want to get in front of that, and you think that you have some aptitude for you, like working with computers, you like helping people out, here's what you do. Go to mycomputercareer.edu, take the free career evaluation test. Then if you decide to pursue a career in IT in as little as four months, that's right, four months, not even doing it full time, just a few days a week, either online or at one of their seven campuses across the U.S., you can pursue and get the necessary qualifications to be very successful in an IT position. Financial aid is available for those who qualify, including the GI Bill. So go pursue that career. And when you're ready and you have all the necessary skills that you need to actually gain employment in that field, my computer career will help you by working with hundreds of employers to get you placed so it's a great opportunity. I spoke with a student a couple of weeks ago who was really, really happy with their training. Young man out of Virginia, has a job already. Just got finished not long ago, has a job already. It's an awesome opportunity. MyComputerCareer.edu. It's training for a better life. And uh, we may have an opening here soon because we need somebody about weekly to reboot Jacob at least once. We've got uh, 30 seconds left. Jacob is Jacob Seelman, by the way. Jacob, not here tonight. He's uh, in Indianapolis watching and covering the midget race for Which I'm sure is just midget. as incredible tonight as it was last night. Oh my gosh, you couldn't ask for a better if you have not seen the finish to the USAC midget race from the dirt track in Indianapolis last night, it is on USAC's YouTube page. You gotta go check it out. It was unbelievable. With that, we're gonna step aside back with more Motorsports Madness after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including 
including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and Tyler Ankrum hanging out in the WSIC TV studios in Statesville, North Carolina, along with our producer, James Mellick, and uh, chatting about motorsports for a while yet and uh, talking playoffs. Playoffs. Talking playoffs um, because we're down to the wire here. I mean, this is it. That you, if you're if you're in the truck series, Vegas, your next race, you're you're ending round one. If you're in the Cup series, this is the last race before the playoffs. Indianapolis, a big deal at this point because we've got to fill the playoff field and. You know, I'm not sure. It, it, it's interesting because Eric Jones pops into the wing column. Yay. You brought up Indianapolis. I have one question I just want to hop in and yes. ask. Indianapolis, a lot of people don't really get a whole lot of interest in watching that race. It's a boring race, as people would say. It's does, awful. Does moving it <laughs> to the race before the playoffs as the cutoff make it more interesting to you? Because next year they made it Daytona, so they changed it again. But does Indianapolis now have more interest to you as a person that's going to view it? Um, only if they run it at, uh, 
Lucas Oil Raceway. Yes. I mean, the track's still the track. And, and look, I, again, I'm not trying to be a downer here, but the facts are facts. Indianapolis was not built for stock cars any more than Pocono was. They were, Both tracks were built for exactly what they were going to do, Indianapolis cars. And it, it it's too flat. It, it just doesn't put on great racing. Now, with that being said, we've got a different package. Maybe, maybe we will see some sort of improvement in the competition. But for me personally, no, I, I've never been a big Brickyard 400 fan, especially with this latest uh, generation of car. I just don't think it puts on great shows you know, there in the Cup Series. I feel like the the whole prestige of the event has lost its prestige. Like it's yeah. not as good. It's yeah. not as as immaculate of an event as it used to be. It, it's I think still a crown jewel race. Yeah, to the drivers. Yeah. I mean, every driver, most drivers still want to win the Brickyard. But in terms of a fan perspective, the crown jewelness of the event is now not what it used to be. And it may be because the races are not as exciting as they used to be. But, but you mentioned the new, the new package. So many times this year we've seen so many races where we thought, oh, man, Pocono. Pocono was not a bad race. I mean, it was, eh, I mean, you know, but whatever. But there have been other tracks on the schedule where we look at it and we go, oh, man, this is going to be a, a dumpster fire. But it turned out to be a really good race. So maybe the package will save the race from being what we think it's going to be boring. But if you look at the four guys that are trying to get into the playoffs, those four can make the race very exciting just because yes. they're trying to get into the playoffs. Tyler, you got a, an opinion on that? Well, I got a really interesting fact about Indianapolis. Minus the fact it's the Brickyard. But do you want... Go ahead. I won't pop a question out to you guys. <laughs> guess where the cars travel the most at Indianapolis because it's so flat. You know, guess where they travel the most. Um, I don't know. Most they travel the most about mm, right in the entrance of three, right when you got to get into the corner. The most is across the start finish line, across the bricks. Really? Because you hit the bumps and yeah. it goes oh, up and down. Because yeah, right. yeah. yeah exactly. I was thinking yeah. something that's, like that. That's but how flat that place is. That's on, and I mean the cars are already riding millimeters off the ground. So um, that's that's probably for me. That's interesting, cause, you know, car guy. But right, of course. Um, my my opinion about how the race is going to go. Yeah, I agree with the fact. The past few years, um, Indianapolis has been really boring. I remember growing up watching like Indianapolis was like the race you watched. Like that was a mm-hmm. race you made sure you you know at least recorded on Are the you television. You talking about the Brickyard the or brickyard. the five? Oh, okay. For, for okay, Brickyard the okay. four hundred. Okay, um, that was the race I always loved watching. Um, I was okay. always a you know Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, Tony Stewart fan. Sure, so right. Those are the guys who dominated there. That's why I loved watching the Brickyard. Um, but I think with it being the last race before, before the playoffs, I think that trace track had been struggling so much the past few years. I think that's the reason why they moved it there is to kind of, you know, bring, like you guys said, bring back that, that gleam or that glow, that glitter, like it used to have. That doesn't have. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like, I think, I think that's the one it's just give, bring it more hype around the race to create a more exciting race. I think honestly, this package would be really good. I think this package will be more along the lines of what we had in the early 2000s. When I hope so. I think it's really... Because honestly, if you were to compare any of the racing to what it's now to then, it'd be anywhere between the early 2000s and the mid-thousands, mid like mm-hmm. right when really NASCAR hit its peak. Yeah. Um, so really, I think, honestly, what we, we you, the type of race, racing you've seen all year, and I honestly believe that just overall NASCAR is in the up and up. Um, I think we rode a... It just overall as a sport kind of had a bad wave, caught a bad wave there for about a year or two, three years, honestly. 
but I think everything slows smooth back out. And mm-hmm. I, there's all overall, no matter where I go, I, you could always get a positive NAS vibe from NASCAR nowadays. Yeah, Darlington so. sold out for the first time in like five or six years. Yeah, so and that I mean, was great. Yeah, yeah it, was it was great to see. To it see. was definitely good to see. I, I agree yeah. with you though about um, Lucas Oil Raceway Park. Yeah, the cool I thing love Lucas Oil. The cool thing about Darlington like was the fact that I did stay up, as I mentioned, to watch the first 35 laps. They were all still there. Not oh, yeah. many of the fans left. Yeah. It was late, yeah. and they were like four hours we're later, and they were yeah. still sitting yeah. there. And, and that shows dedication right there, like yeah. you were saying. Which and I honestly, that, yeah. the ticket prices were, I thought, pretty reasonable for the race. Yeah. Um, I, that's the one thing I've said for the, what's been wrong with NASCAR for the longest time is ticket prices are ridiculous. Like I went to Bristol, I want to say last year, and it cost me almost like three, four hundred dollars mm-hmm. for two people to go to the Xfinity race. And that but, was just for the race. That wasn't yeah. lodging or anything yeah. else. That no, was just tickets. That's right? just for yeah. the race. And honestly, yeah. the only reason why I didn't go to the Cup race is because it cost me so much money to go to the Xfinity mm-hmm. race. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's uh, a problem. That's what we were going to do this past year too. That's we yeah. definitely yeah. a problem. Yeah, yeah. and but, I, at the ticket, <laughs> I looked it up online. I was like, holy cow, that's actually fairly reasonable. Yeah, yeah. well, which is cool. And yeah. it was, a, it, you know, I wish I, I, I did not make it. I made it to about halfway, and then it was gone. Um, but I'd had good night, Tom. Well, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> well, I mean, I'd been I'd been three straight long days at Oswego. Well, yeah, that's true. Classic. Well, and, and you know, you get ba- there's only <clears throat> like your body just goes no, you're done. Like not <laughs> you know, but NASCAR <laughs> took a lot of a lot of flack from a lot of people because they waited four hours to get to start the race. But a lot of people don't realize. I mean, there was a hurricane <laughs> coming towards well, South Carolina. I mean. You know, a lot of it, a lot of the decision wasn't actually NASCAR's decision. It was the state of South Carolina saying, look, we got to get people out of the coast. And your, your, your racetrack is in the direct path of people getting out of the coast. So you need to kind of try to get this race in if you can because the traffic is going to be a nightmare with everybody coming out of the coast plus everybody trying to leave the race at the same time. Well, so and see, that was, it wasn't even don't <clears throat> run it on Monday. It was the idea that. The span of time it would take to run it on right. Monday. They may have been time late afternoon, early evening, right. and you got to dump all of those, mm-hmm. all of that race traffic out. Plus, like you said, right, start, exactly. You know, so it was a really tough situation, and I, mm-hmm. I really give credit to everybody involved, NASCAR, the track, TV, whatever, to to make that happen and stay with it until it was done. Because, um, good grief, I mean, that was the, about the worst situation possible. Thankfully. It was a holiday weekend, so at least you had that. Most mm-hmm. people are off on Monday, right. so it didn't really hurt anything. They just got a short night's sleep. Yep. It yeah. was well worth the, the price of admission, I guess you can say. Absolutely. Just to sit up and watch the race yeah. and see Eric Jones holding off Kyle Busch, his mentor, to get the win. Yeah, um, I spoke with the road guys on our crew. I asked them when they got back from the track, and a couple of the guys said they pulled in at their house at 5 to 6 a.m. Yep. So, wow. I mean— Think about how long of Man. a day that is. And they that st- is some long. of them still had to be at the shop on Monday morning. Yep. Right? Uh, none of those guys came in. They got the day off. Most oh. of the road guys. Some some teams are different. Uh, right. Some teams work Mondays and they work Tuesday, Wednesday. Some get off Monday and then work, uh, like, like I said, Tuesday, Wednesday, and some right. work Monday and then get a full day. So it just varies on each team. Well, mm. the, uh, the playoff picture is really interesting because <laughs> I feel like if you look at it, as, as you get down below um, – you know, you get down below, say, ninth or 10th, it starts to get very muddy because you you look at, um, all right, Alex Bowman, 289 out. Um, Eric Jones has picked up a win, so Bowman and Jones are in. Byron's sitting in 13th, 300 points um, out. Then Almirola, Boyer, Suarez, and Newman, I feel like, are all right there. And, and Johnson, not that far out. So, you know, there's a lot of... 
still a lot of possibility here, and we we I feel like we could still see one of these guys at Indianapolis pull out a win, which really would scramble the field. If you're any of these guys, 13th through 17th, 18th, you better be thinking about winning yep, absolutely. at this point. Absolutely. You're playing to win. Yeah. You're going to a track where Jimmy Johnson has been known to, to win races, and I think he showed something Sunday I agree. night. Yeah. Um, he just yep. couldn't, you know, unfortunately got caught up in the wreck or whatever. I feel like if the wreck wasn't there, he would have done better. Well, but. I agree with you, and I think uh, a last-minute miracle is possible for Jimmy. Back with more right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed. Ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents. Vehicle dynamics and feedback. Skid control and skid recovery. Threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set ya. Hi, this is John Androsik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Yeah, yeah. 
Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Tom Baker and Randy Miller, along with James Mellick. Tyler Ankrum has left the building uh, in true Elvis fashion. He has uh, taken his El Camino and gone to get food. Yes. Because um, he's a hungry young man. Uh, and that's fine. We appreciate Tyler uh, hanging with us and co-hosting for a while. And we wish Tyler and the entire DGR Crosley team all the best in their race next weekend at Vegas um, because they're fighting for their playoff lives. And if Tyler, if anybody, if anybody can pull this out at Vegas, it's Tyler Ankrum. I have known that kid a long time and I've watched him and I know how he is. And, and the rest of the world has figured it out this year that Tyler doesn't quit. And that kid is one of the most prolific talents uh, that that has come through the ranks in a while, and I have great faith that um, even if Tyler doesn't continue uh, in the playoffs, he's going to win another race before the end of the year, yeah. I believe. He's he's running the same boat with Matt Benedetto. It's like yeah. you know, I almost wish that I could win the lottery tomorrow, and I put him in a truck tomorrow. Absolutely, you know, he's like yep. he's the kind of guy that you really want to get behind. I agree and rally around, and, and you can't help but be a fan of his. And it just really nice family. It too. just you know, it, it's like it, it sucks nice that he's not you know a, he doesn't have a ride yet. But I know, just like he said, if if he wins a race, you know, and, and maintains the status, if he goes out and wins Vegas, he'll have a ride, no problem. No, well, no. Let's question hope. I uh, if there if you're I a team to. owner uh, at the Truck Series or even Xfinity Series level, and you're not looking at Tyler seriously, um, you're just not. You're not doing the right thing because the kid definitely can drive. Okay. Um, Back to playoffs. Back to Darlington. Back to Indianapolis. I feel, I just feel like this is going into Indy just before the playoffs. I feel like just opens the whole situation up a little bit because Mm -hmm. we talked about, started to talk about Jimmy Johnson before we went to break. And you know, I, I don't want to predict a miracle. I'm just saying it's. I think it's possible. I mean, Jimmy showed a little bit last last weekend, uh, Sunday night, Monday morning. Um, and I feel like if there is a track where Jimmy might be able to do something here, it would be Indianapolis. With that being said, boy, oh boy. I mean, Toyota, 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 Toyota. Mm-hmm. You know, Indianapolis, you'd think Chevy. I'm thinking Toyota. I mean, until somebody beats them, I, I, mean, I just you look back at history too, and we've had first-time winners at Indy. You know, yeah. like three or four of the last you know, five or six years. Paul Menard, Casey Kane has won there, um, having you know, like his only his only win or you know that season or whatever yep. being being there. So I mean, it's it's possible that you know a shot in the dark can happen, but it's I don't know. It's 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 hard to imagine a playoff without Jimmy Johnson in it. But at the same time, when you listen to the interviews that he does after the races, I feel like Jimmy Johnson's beating Jimmy Johnson. Like he's so focused on wanting to make the playoffs yeah. that I think he's shooting himself in the foot more times than not. Now, granted, Darlington wasn't his fault. He just got caught up in a bad accident. Right. When in virtue would have probably finished in the top five. He was gaining points on the guys he needed yep. to gain ground on because he was getting playoff points when nobody else was. Right. But at the same time, you know, it's those are the kind of mistakes you can't have happen. And you look back on it, and you, you hear him in the interviews, and he's like, "Oh, you know, it was bad luck or whatever." But had you already, had you had already won a race up to this point, that wreck wouldn't have even mattered. And so you know, you know what I'm saying? Like now, it's just I like agree. you're you're te- you're talking as if you know it's a must-win situation, which it is. But you've had all season long to go out and win, and you're just now getting to the point where your car is competitive enough to keep up. 
and then something as bad happens and you you know you have to use the mulligan you don't have to try to make right. the playoffs at Indy and and basically throw a hell mary with thirty seconds left in the Super Bowl when you're down by a touchdown. Well, there is no. no mulligan left. No. So for Jimmy, it's basically you've you've got to find a way. You've got to beat the guys in front of you. You've got to be able to do that. You've got mm-hmm. to run up front. You've got to control your own destiny. And I think it's possible, but I I mean it's a lot. It's a big ask at it this is. point. It's it a is. big ask. And the only thing I think that's saving him is that I feel like some of the people in front of him. Um, Eric Almarola, for example, Clint Boyer, um, and Suarez. Okay. There's three Stuart Haas cars. I don't have a huge amount of faith in any of them no. for Indy. No. For Indy. Okay. Other tracks, I'm, I might say differently, but for Indy, I have no faith in any of those three. Ryan Newman to me, who's in 17th, mm-hmm. and William Byron, who's above those three in 13th, are the two guys that I would most have faith in to be able to go and put themselves in the playoffs. So if you look at that, and if I'm right, and Almirola, Boyer, and Suarez all go and don't have good performances, Jimmy Johnson's right behind him, and he's not, from a points standpoint, he is... um, 16, right? He's six, let's see, 18 behind Newman, And he's and Newman and Suarez are tied. Yep. So he's 18 behind the cutoff, which is basically a half of half of the field, basically roughly uh, when you yeah. look at it that way, because it's one point per position. So in order for Jimmy, if he doesn't win the race, in order for him to make the playoffs, half of the the other three drivers have to finish half the field back. Yeah, from I mean, him. you know, it's if you look at the just mm-hmm. the cutoff at, mm-hmm. at Suarez, he's um, you've got Boyer who is eight points ahead of him. And he's in 15th. You've got Almarola all the way at, at, at uh, he is 57 points. Over one race. So, you know, and so it's over a race. So basically when you look at this, it's Boyer, Suarez, Newman, Johnson for the last two spots yep. is basically the way this works. Um, you've got four drivers for two spots. So unless somebody behind them wins, um, and, and and I'm 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 just gonna tell crazy. you, and it isn't because James is here and James is part of the Matt team. But I'm gonna tell you, Indy Matt De Benedetto could well yep. happen. Yep. And De Benedetto is 22nd. He's not getting in any other way except nope. to win. I believe that could happen. I mm-hmm. agree with you 100 percent on that because we are rolling as a team. LFR, we are yes. clicking. We are rolling off top tens. And I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago when Casey Kane won. Michael McDowell was driving a Chevy yes. for LFR at that yep. time, and they had a shot to win the race in. So um, they've ran good there before with Michael McDowell, and I think they have a shot again this year to do it. I'd love to bring home the trophy for sure, especially Indy being hometown to me where I'm from, Indianapolis. Yep. To win my first cup race from Indy would be sweet. Well, and yes. and it would be the, the ultimate Hollywood ending and would completely mess up the whole playoff picture. Right. We'd be um, doing this whole entire conversation for nothing. Well, because now you'd have four drivers for one spot. Yeah. Because yeah, b- exactly because right. that because DeBenedetto would jump up into the playoffs. So you got mm-hmm. then you got one spot available. So I think the top basically what I'm saying is I think top fourteen are safe. Um you know, then you got Boyer uh, and and Suarez and Newman and Johnson all battling for one spot. Menard's in 19th. He's too far back. He's not getting in without a win. Bush are not getting in without a win. He Stenhouse, didn't win any before. Though. Not without a win. And DeBenedetta, right. You know, I'm but, just saying, right. those guys all, they're, they're not... 
The guys that we're watching in terms of pointing their way in are Boyer, Suarez, Newman, and Johnson. And I don't have a great deal of faith in Boyer mm-hmm. and Suarez. So I'm looking at Newman and Johnson going, hey, you know, um, they might have a shot at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it may not be over with yet. How about this right here? I already mentioned that every driver it gives is won a race. Yep. If Matt wins, that's every driver that has an affiliation with Gibbs has won a race. What does that say about Joe Gibbs Racing and about Toyota as a package? It just says how awesome they are. Oh, yeah. Toyota's been dominant for multiple years and you know, now. It's not the most dangerous kind of driver is a driver with nothing to lose. And Matt well, has absolutely – I mean, in terms of, like, he doesn't have a ride for next year. Right. He knows he can't make the playoffs unless he wins a race. So while the other four guys are battling it out to see which one of those – the two of the four are going to make it – here comes Matt Benedetto right out through the field, and if he wins the race, you throw everything out the window. Like, well, you've that's done right. all this for absolutely yeah. nothing at this point because yep. you you forgot that there is other people who can make the playoffs. They just have right. to win, and when you've got nothing else to lose, you might as well go out there and try to you know shoot for the stars and see what happens. I mean, well, you know? and and that's really what it comes down to is you're you, you, this is go for broke. Right, there, there is no. Let's points race. There's nope. nothing for the guys around the cutoff and below. Now the guys that are already in the playoffs, obviously they want to win. Um, and if you're already in the playoffs and you know that you're already in the playoffs, you can almost afford to still go for broke to try to win because it doesn't. The, the result really doesn't matter. You're still going to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but these guys, they've got to they've got to get stage points and, and and they've they've just got to outperform the guys around them. So you you watch. Boyer, Suarez, Newman, and Johnson this weekend, and they are, if they're anywhere near each other as we get down toward the end of the race, it's going to get real dicey. And, and keep in mind, Daniel Suarez and Ryan Newman already have beef with each other from stemming from Darlington yeah, this past exactly week. exactly right. So they're obviously going to be watching each other pretty closely. Suarez right now has the, the tiebreaker should it end in a tie still, leaving Indianapolis. He, will, he, would, he would make the playoffs based on, I guess, top fives or whatever it is at this point. Um, but when you look at those four guys, and you know, you mentioned earlier, Indianapolis is a track that sometimes you know miracles happen with, with right. people. Of those four guys, Ryan Newman to me is the guy that I'm like that guy could win the whole thing because he, he's he's consistent. He's probably the most consistent of the of the four um, in, in terms talking, of being able winning the race. You're talking winning, winning the, the race. race, yes, yeah. Of the four that of those four guys, oh, um, not not. Completely, See, I wouldn't. Of, of the, I'd what? put Jimmy Johnson above Ryan. I just, I don't think that car. Has to me, speed. if it, if it were me, I would I say the, the two guys that make it are going to be Ryan Newman and Jimmy Johnson. I, I feel like Jimmy probably wins. Ryan finishes, you know, top five. It easily makes it into the playoffs just based on points alone. Well, it's that it, would be my pick. I see. I don't think either of them will win, but I think I, if you said which one do you think is the best shot, Jimmy? I I don't. Jimmy's going to do what he did at Darlington and, right. can, and get the playoff points he's when the other guys better. don't. That's Newman's the just kind of staying level. It's true. I mean, he's he's gotten better, but he's kind of plateaued. Let's see how level he is when Suarez puts him in the wall. Yeah, well, it's. <laughs> Man, I tell you, Ryan's same. gonna be. You know, we thought we did at Bristol was bad. He's gonna be a super protector. This weekend, he's going to be a blocking fool because uh, he's got to be in order to nope. keep himself in the hunt. And we're going to step aside more of the show right around the turn. Don't you go anywhere. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. 
Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Gotta love the blues, man. You just gotta love it. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness as we continue talking nothing but racing or whatever else we want. Uh, on WSIC TV in Charlotte and all of our various radio affiliates around the world and uh, happy to have you no matter where you are joining us from or what uh, particular platform you are using to hear or watch this show we are very grateful to have you as part of our audience uh, which seems to keep growing and we're uh, thankful for that so uh, last long segment this is kind of the lightning round here and I know we've kind of been all over the place where it came to Darlington uh, but we uh, we enjoyed our time with Tyler Ankrum earlier, I want to hit Xfinity because this was one of those situations where anybody who knows me knows my feeling about cup drivers in the lower series, especially veterans like Hamlin. Um, so, you know, happy to hear that he won, happy to hear that he got DQ'd. 
uh, good for Cole Custer to get the win. <laughs> hey, Jeez. I call him as I see it. I'm not, I just, you know, I, because it doesn't. There's no story when Denny Hamlin wins the Xfinity right. race, especially at Darlington, Richmond, any right. of the tracks where he's close to where he's from. And this is such a big deal right now for right. Custer getting that win. Yep. You know, because um, and and getting the playoff points and all of that. So um, I guess the question would the the question you raised, uh, Randy, earlier should the penalties be stiffer if the Cup guys get DQ'd in the Xfinity series? Mm-hmm. What is your two cents on that? I just it, it almost it's like you know if you're if you're playing if you're a varsity player playing JV and you get busted for steroids like I mean most <laughs> of the time they you know they get kicked out of football I'm not saying they should be kicked out of I NASCAR but saying. if you are a NASCAR driver and you're going to run in the lower series and you're going to go out and spank the field but then get disqualified for it why did you run the race in the first place like and I know it's not Denny's fault so let's not say you know well, Denny knew the car I, was going to get disqualified. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I understand, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, well, AJ got DQ'd earlier in the season, but he's not a full, he's not even a full-time driver. Right. <laughs> he's, he got called yeah. two, two times and unfortunately got disqualified both times. Then he is a full-time NASCAR Cup Series driver who's moonlighting in the Xfinity Series because he loves the track. I get that. That's awesome. But you got disqualified. So, I mean, I, I don't know what, I don't know what the penalty should be, but I almost feel like, okay, so you again, you went there, you spunked the field, but then you got disqualified. You probably should some should suffer some sort of a little bit stiffer penalty than a regular Xfinity driver who gets disqualified. See, I don't know. I, I as much as I don't like seeing the Cup drivers running, and I'm a huge Denny Hamlin fan, so don't um, you know? It's not about I him. don't know how you right exactly. It'd be hard to figure out what you actually number one. Can do with it, but they're not getting points. Owner points, yes. Right. Driver points, no. So you can't take points from the driver. If anything, you should take them from the team. And I think that you're already penalizing the team however you're penalizing them, mm-hmm. whatever the penalty is for whatever it is you're caught for, right? So I, I don't feel like you should necessarily be harder on those guys. Now, if Denny Hamlin goes out and drops Cole Custer in the wall because he's got mad because Custer Sorry, rubbed him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, yes, I think you throw the book at the driver because the right. driver just... The driver just basically directly interfered with the playoffs and, yeah, and right. you know, took a regular out of the race. That's a whole different deal in my book. Right. But a, a, a car DQ, I don't know if you make the penalty stiffer. Um, but I'm, again, I, I'm sorry, not sorry. I mean, right. I just, I, I like seeing Cole Custer win. Um, I feel like as we get to this time of the year, the last thing that we should have is, you know, cup drivers, my, my rule has been consistent. I've always said if I were in the charge of NASCAR, as soon as you win your very first cup race, you are done racing in the lower series. And everybody says, well, the sponsors want those guys. They wouldn't if they knew they weren't available. Yeah, that's exactly it's right. It's that simple. My old dirt track, you know? whenever you, I ran the lowest series at, at my local dirt track, and the rule at that track was if you won the championship in that division, you could not run on that division right. again. Period. You had to move up to the next the next class up the following year, but you were done in that class. Period. Judging from the crowds that I've seen at most of the Xfinity races, there's no difference between whether Denny or Kyle or Joey or whoever's running it's that race, race or not. It's an Xfinity race, and actually, the Xfinity series this year with the title fight that we've had with the big three plus Cindric coming on, plus you've had you know the junior cars and all the other guys. I we don't need the cup guys. Let the kids, let the guys who are trying to stand out and build a career and that this is their living right yep. now. 
Let those guys fight it out. We don't need the cup guys dropping down. Tyler That's, Ankrum is a perfect know. example. I know exactly. he's not. I know he's not Xfinity. He's Chuck, but it, it's the same kind of concept. You it have a guy like Xfinity. Tyler Ankrum who really wants to be in the sport and is doing everything he can to right. get noticed. But the dollars, the sponsorship dollars, are going to the the Kyle Bushes and the right. you know the the, the Matt Craftons or whatever. I mean, those guys are regular guys, but. Kyle Bush is a perfect example. You know, a sponsorship like IK9, for example. I know there's a lot of controversy about that sponsorship, but if they would take, if they had the money to take the money and put it toward a program with somebody who they could build well, as a, you know, as a, which Jeffrey Earnhardt was, I was that guy, say, but I'm just they, saying. I don't, whatever, whatever all happened there, I think right. th- they were that doing an that. example, but, but, but look at DC Solar and, right. and Brendan Poole. Right. They took, they took Brendan Poole. Yep. Gave him the money and gave him the sponsorship, and he made a name for himself with the sponsorship and until put him unfortunately, in the playoffs and then it, you know, know it's self imploded or whatever. Yeah, that, but, but that is the same kind of concept. If a, if a company has the money to sponsor Kyle Busch, then you could take probably three quarters of that money to put it toward a guy like Tyler Ankrum, and he would be a spokesman see, for your brand. That's the whole thing for me, and and this is where all of these people that want to talk about well, the sponsors want Kyle. These teams aren't doing a good enough because they don't know anybody else. Well, that's, that's, and see, the teams are not doing a good enough job of explaining how much more you actually could get mm-hmm. out of an Ankrum than you'll ever get out of a Kyle Busch. Th- those guys at that level are not going to do one minute's more work for you as a sponsor than they absolutely have to do in order to get th- whatever the, the deal is. Okay. Tyler Ankrum will spend three days at your house. He'll wash your dog. He'll, you know, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, it's like these guys will happily go no. well out of their way to do far more for you as a company than the big guys will because the big guys don't really need it. They're just, if they're running an Xfinity race, they're doing it for, for the cash and to, to learn whatever they can learn for the next day. Yeah. They're not doing any of this because they need the money. Yeah. So speaking, you know, speaking of uh, fan interaction, I know... I read a story about Matt DiBenedetto, and I think it was a couple of weeks ago. He started signing autographs, and he literally stood there for however long it was and signed as many autographs as he possibly could before walking away. And I've seen so many other drivers in the sport basically walk and sign at the same time. So their signature is not even their actual signature. It's just a scribble line on a piece of paper because they don't want to stop and acknowledge the fan, even if it's just you know a little six-year-old kid or a seven-year-old kid who looks up to this guy. And they don't even have the time or they don't take the time to stop and acknowledge this kid who's looking this up to you I'm as saying. a driver in our sport. Yeah. Because they want to be like you someday. Right. But you would rather walk by because you have somewhere else more important to be, i.e. your motor coach. They're far than, more motivated, yeah, these guys, because they, than, than the top yeah. guys are. Yeah. The, the top guys have already achieved their status. Their, your, their Xfinity start, your, your, your sponsor money, whatever their salary is, is just bonus for them. It's it's money to go on vacation with. The younger drivers that are coming up through the ranks are the ones who will work the hardest and go as, as far out of their way as they can and they have to in order to, because they need, this is their livelihood, they're trying to get somewhere. Yep. So, you know, I really feel like that we need a a, a sea change in terms of the mindset of the corporate sponsors and these team marketing people have to be able to get better at explaining the the ROI. Okay, Kyle Bush, you know, he goes out, he wins, he leads every lap in a truck race or whatever, skunks the field. Ooh ah. 
I mean, right. nobody cares. Three quarters of the fans are really angry about it. You know, you're part of a bunch of negative publicity because, okay, you know, winning isn't everything. If you're a sponsor, winning is not everything. Nope. It's what you get between races and what you get at the track during the race. And you'll get a lot more of an experience and a lot more actual one-to-one -one time and personal time with a driver like an Ankrum, like a Cindric, like a Kaz Growler, like a name your driver, Justin Haley, whoever. Uh, you, those guys who are trying to get to the top than you ever will out of the guys who are already there because they have their big sponsors and they that's who they're going to cater to. Mm -hmm. And those guys will not, most of those guys won't come on this show and we are over a million listeners a week worldwide on this show. They're not coming on this show. They have no motivation to come here and talk to you. So if there's any companies out there that are in this audience that are listening Tyler Ankrum's here. Kaz Grawl is here. Justin Haley's here. Cindric's here. These guys, whether they're here, they're on the phone. They're the ones that are going out and they're taking the media ops when they get them. They're going out. They're doing whatever they have to do. They're scratching and clawing. We've got to we've got to change the mentality here. Yeah, is what I feel right. like because I I don't we got to get to the point where okay if those guys want to go play and if Kyle Busch wants to build an Xfinity car and go play fine, but. You know, again, limit the races. I love that they cut them even further. You know, you got to give these young guys an opportunity. Otherwise, they're never going to get to the top of the sport. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's just how it is. I mean, there's too many drivers at local tracks who are really talented. And again, you know, right in this area, we've got drivers in pavement late models. We've got dirt late models, dirt modifieds. You've got drivers who would be extremely marketable and mm -hmm. just not you know, not getting the opportunities because sponsors want the ego trip of, well, I sponsored Kyle Busch, big deal. <laughs> you had no impact on the sport whatsoever. Well, and it's also, you know, from a business standpoint, if you've got the, the money to sponsor, let's say a truck, are you going to spend that $500,000 to put a logo on the side of Kyle Busch's truck that's the size of your fingernail? Right. Or would you rather take that $500,000 and put it on a guy like, I don't. Uh, it's you know, the big fish, Tyler Ankrum, yeah. who you could get, you exactly. could wrap the entire truck in your company right. logo for the same amount of money you're going to put that it's going to take you to sponsor a guy like Kyle Busch, and you will have his attention as much of the race day yeah. and race weekend as right. possible. You're going to be lucky to get 20 minutes with Kyle, right? And, and again, Kyle is the example. I'm not picking right. on, not saying Kyle doesn't treat his sponsors well. Not true. It's just easy but, to pick on Kyle Bush because well, he's the spotlight in most uh, of the yeah, time. Yeah, it's but. just the first thing. Harvick, the rest of those guys are not. They're not motivated to work for the Xfinity sponsor as much as they do the Cup sponsor. It just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. You're going to get far more value and far more time. And you know what? This is you're going to be have an opportunity to build a long term relationship with these drivers that, that that are at the lower levels and actually brand up with them. Think about Lowe's with Jimmy. Think about STP with Richard Petty. You DuPont know, with Jeff Gordon. Yeah, DuPont yeah. with Jeff Gordon, Hamlin with FedEx. I mean, these are drivers that these these drivers branded in their long term, and you can't think about any of those sponsors without thinking about that driver's name. If you're a company, you'd be so much better off to get in on the ground floor with somebody at a lower level who's got the talent and the potential and just lacks the resources and brand up with them and build that relationship. Because at that point in time, now you become connected. And, you know, that's really in in this sport now, that's what we need. We need more of 
those type of opportunities from companies. We don't need more companies sponsoring cup drivers in the lower series. It just, you know, oh, yeah, okay, I got a chance to get an autograph from Kyle Busch. Well, I'm happy for you. You know, at the end of the day, you're just not that you don't you don't have as much of an impact and you won't get as much real value out of it as you would a lower driver who outperforms his equipment like Ankrum has and, and goes and wins. I mean, you know, Sindrick just ran top five with Hot Scream yep. at Road America. And, th- th- you know, now everybody's talking about Hot Scream. But Kaz Grala had it before. Or Kaz Grala, that's okay, what I was yeah. saying, not Sindrick. Kaz Grala. Mm-hmm. You know, with Hot Scream, everybody's talking about Hot Scream now. So that's exactly what I'm saying. Start with a driver like that, build a relationship. We're going to step aside when we come back. Final thoughts here on Motorsports Madness. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. 
back to Motorsports Madness, our final minute and a half or so to just think about what's coming up this weekend at uh, Indianapolis and try to pick a winner who Randy Miller gets the win in the Cup Series well, at I, Indianapolis. Unfortunately, Eric Jones already won, so I, I don't want to pick him again because I've been picking him all year <laughs> hoping that he would win a race. My sentimental favorite is Matt Benedetto, but I'm going with Jimmy Johnson. You're picking Jimmy to win the race. I am picking Jimmy to win, yes. Very interesting. Well, okay, you can pick Jimmy if you want to. I'm going the sentimental favorite, and I was almost right at Bristol. Matt DiBenedetto is going to win Indianapolis this weekend. I would happily be wrong. He's going to get James and the 95 team to the playoffs. See, I like it that you both see him on your radar. He's on your radar. Like, you want him to win, but you're going with Jimmy, and you're definitely taking him. Last time you took him, he almost won Bristol. I'm sticking with it. I he went with you. At, I went with you at Bristol as well, and thought we were going to yep. win. Yep. I'm going with Matt well, Matty D as I well. The 95 car. I am too, and uh, that's going to wrap it up for the radio portion of this show. We've got mm-hmm. a little TV overtime coming up in about 25 seconds or so for our sponsors for WSIC TV for James and Randy. I'm Tom. It has been our pleasure to talk motorsports with you for yet another week here on Race Chaser Radio and WSIC TV. So until next week, if you're going to a racetrack, take a kid or two with you and get them into the sport. Have a great weekend. Bye. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.